This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Oh, look at that. All right. For our first day back in the studio, living color. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to hour two of Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk 1071. And if you're away from the radio, if you don't own a radio, if you're afraid of the radio, don't worry about it. You can listen to us on various devices. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. It is uh, Tuesday, September 5th, 2023. That's quite a journey you went on there. If you're yeah. afraid of radio, I mean, did we uh, go maybe, that far, Jace? Maybe uh, someone might have a fear. Like, An actual know? physical radio you're talking yeah. about. Okay, yeah. the device in which you listen. Yeah. You're right, there are many options these days. Many. Mm-hmm. Many. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so glad you're here. Sit back, relax, sit a spell, take your shoes off. Um, do everything the Beverly Hillbillies would do. <laughs> we've uh, we've joked for years on our show, and this year is uh, that case again. Mm-hmm. Mother Nature waits till the state fair's over, and yep. then she goes down in her basement and she flips her giant switch to the new season to fall. Time to cool off a bit. That's right. She's doing it again tomorrow. It's, Holly said it's dropping down to what twenty below. What is it tomorrow? What? <laughs> no, sorry, like sixty-eight. No, <laughs> 68. Wanna, no okay. we don't want to scare folks. Yeah. Sorry. Oh I'm my sorry. gosh! I you said twenty below. It's gonna feel okay. like yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, nice and cool. Oh, I love this. Is the perfect time. It is weather-wise, right after the fair, because so it really a- was hot and swassy, wasn't oh, it? Oh my god! Ooh, and dusty and breezy, but oh, ooh, hot. Were you, Were you finding dust in your crevices for oh, days? Yes. Yes. Also, just breathing, generally breathing. Yeah. <laughs> it Holly, was rough. Did you, did for you screens? Get all, did you get all the uh, dust out of the cracks and crevices? Uh, when I blow my nose, it might be a little dusty still. You know, I was going to give myself a manicure sometime during the state fair. And then yeah. at about Wednesday last week, I was like, nope, you're just going to be crusty. That's yeah, right. You're just going to be crusty. Just crusty. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it's a new season is what I was uh, saying. Yeah. No, you know, Mother Nature's flipping the switch and the new season means it's a fall sports. Yeah, it is. Including, I can't believe this already, it's football season and fantasy football season. 
Yeah. And Lex, you're already in the thick of it. <laughs> How many of you uh, lost your spouse to the fantasy football <laughs> league last night? Already? Already, yeah. They're already into it. And I guess his team, he's been playing on this one uh, family friend for like 12 years now. They decided to switch it up this year. Instead of kind of going through... I. So usually they kind of, depending on what, what there are 16 players that they need to draft for their team, right? And yeah. then they can decide, you know, which order to get the best players and everything. Well, this year they had a, a money, a dollar amount. They had $200. Oh. And then there was like betting on top of it. So normally, you know, he's able to just pick a player and then go back. And so I made tacos last night and I was like, he was right into the laptop, just like, how do I do this? What are we doing? And you ha- he had to really concentrate because he had to pay attention to, you know, what the other people are bidding and how much money they had left. And some people ran out of money mid-draft. So that was another thing. I was like, They ran out of money? You're going to get someone for 50 cents? <laughs> I don't know if they could even Aww. go into, you know, change if it was just dollar amounts. But, yeah, so it was just kind of like, we're going to eat without you because... We can't wait. We got a okay. three-year-old. I, I, maybe, I, maybe I don't understand this. Well, so I, I mean, need... my limited thing too, but I'll, I'll do my best. Okay. Yeah. So you need money. Each different players cost different amounts of money to take them on your team. Yes. So, like a quarterback, they'll bid higher because you want to have a good quarterback, got and it. so a lot of people were bidding and like just like huge amounts to get that. The quarterback that they wanted, but like then Mahomes for the rest, oh Mahomes, absolutely, and then the rest of the players maybe you can get for a dollar or two. Ooh. But there's some strategy with playing that as well because then you start thinking about well, if so and so really wants Mahomes, right? You want to up the bid, so you're going to bid as well. But then you're also taking the risk that they'll stop bidding. So it's much more involved than just oh going, oh, I need to pick a quarterback now. I pick this guy. And then, you know, they move on to the next person. So, ooh, oh, baby, this fantasy football, you it's don't do very it, do you, intense. Lex? No, I used, to, I used to join just for fun, and I'd just pick, and I would never do any trading or anything afterward. But then once he told me this new thing, I'm like, no, nah. No, no, no. I'm good. You do it. But he's also, he does four fantasy football drafts. Four? He does four. Now, Thursday is when they have to stop because that's the first games. No. But, um, no. yeah. He's, well, you know, he he loves he loves uh, it though. Yes, of, you know, this is this is his sport. Uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, all of them. But you know, what I mean? he does. Oh, he loves. He does sport, like yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, and it's uh, fun because then you see, you know, he does it with friends. Like, you know, they've been doing it forever and ever. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I mean, great question. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, and then you know they smack talk. I mean, it's really funny because then they start getting on this group chat. And they're, I'm just like, guys, what, what's happening right now? Oh, God. It's all in fun, and it's really but yeah. funny, but it's, yo, know, they get into it. Holly, have you ever done this? No, no, no. And I no. will oh. continue <laughs> my streak of being fantasy football free oh, yeah. for infinity. For infinity. I, I am just so, I'm tired. I, yeah. I have the flossy dicky approach to this. I'm oh. like, I don't want to spend any of my limited free time thinking about this yeah no. and your husband's neither of them do it either no oh, right God, guys no. so yeah no. see Mm-mm. no yeah. so you Colin can't avoid it completely <laughs> no 
but you can. It's no. you're all up in it, girl. Yeah, it's you're all, all good. up in it. It is pretty yeah. fun to see, but but yes, this it was much more intense than yeah. it normally is. I mean, he had to wait. He had taco. He had a taco delay. Oh, he couldn't eat tacos. That is I severe. That's a bold choice. No. I was like, we're eating without you. I'm sorry, but wow. It started at six and it went a good hour and a half. Flossie Dickey, do you enjoy fantasy football? Not one bit. <laughs> okay, I was just checking. Same girl, same. Yeah. MJ, do you like it? That is so stupid. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Sure. Oh, just, just doing a little round robin. <laughs> we're we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. There's so much. We're not gonna oh, get to everything today. No. We'll have to we'll have to uh, do it. I, I keep t- uh, well. You know what? I'll say that for eight o'clock. But uh, when we come back, mm-hmm. Holly Roberts. Holly, would you call this a just saying? Absolutely. Mm. Holly. Holly has a just saying. A just okay. saying to humanity when we return. We scream a lot. Uh, I scream for Redcon Red Rabbit. Hey, everybody, it's Jace for Redcon Red Rabbit. First, I want to say they're open. I mean, not right now, but Tuesday through Friday, they're open for happy hour. Red Cow and Red Rabbit, 2 to 5.30, Tuesday through Friday. You're heading to a Twins game this weekend? Get to downtown early and go to the North Loop Red Rabbit because they have a, an updated bar. It's beautiful. It's light. It's airy. It's stunning. It has that vibe that you want and the best happy hour menu in the city. I mean, it's it. They have the capital T, capital H, capital E. They have the happy hour. They have a 6 7 and $8 menu. On their $7 menu at Red Rabbit, it's all about martinis, including their espresso martini, which is the best in the city, in my opinion. And then in their $8 menu, food. You can get a margarita pizza, their homemade pizza rolls, and their garlic bread cheese curds. So today, run to red. Now, it's time for one of the dumbest answers in game show history. To name a game you could play in the bath. Annette. Scuba diving. <laughs> This has been the dumbest answers in game show history. Back to you, Jason. Uh, I uh, I often like to play scuba diving in the bathtub. <laughs> she's not wrong. No. She's not wrong. No, she's not. <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk. Everything entertainment. Everything milk. Jace, Lex and Holly. Unless you're lactose intolerant. Yeah. yeah, right over here. Mm-hmm. Right here, too. We're so <laughs> glad you're here. Sit back, relax. Let us entertain you as we begin a brand new season, the fall season. Mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, 12 degrees tomorrow or something, so enjoy today <laughs> while you can. Did you uh, even have a, some ice cream at the fair? Days? I did. The final day. The last day. Okay. Of Friday. I had only one. And uh, we don't have second chance romance today, right? No. No, we do not. Okay. So at the top of the third hour, I will tell you all about what it is like taking two British uh, ladies around the state oh, fair. Right, who have right. never oh, been we'll to save that for then. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Mm. Um, you spot the milk. And I, I, yeah. I always think about that. Oh, absolutely. Eye opening. But right now, mm. Holly Roberts has to just say it. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Time for just saying. You got something you want to say? Yeah, I do. 
It was something I noticed during the Minnesota State Fair, and I've noticed <laughs> out and about too. Mm-hmm. Can we just wear fanny packs as they were as nature intended <laughs> on our fannies? Because oh, people no. are making them in the crossbody bags. Yeah. Defeating the purpose mm-hmm. and the practicality oh. of a fanny pack. I'm concerned <laughs> about everyone's neck and shoulders. Oh, oh. Holly, look at yeah. Alexis. I know look she's she's wincing because she's, she's wearing She's on she, the other side. She's yep. on the other side. I mean, Holly. I'm yep. guilty. I walked around the fair with you with that wearing the bag like that. Loja had a really nice little fanny pack. It, they did have a nice fanny yeah. pack. Yeah. I I'm mean cons- they're calling it fanny packs, but yeah. I'm concerned about the strain on the neck. Mm. wearing it that way because the whole joy of a fanny pack mm-hmm. is that you, you shoulders free hands free yeah. it's right on my bum there mm-hmm. it is sitting there here is. like a middle school shop teacher i'm ready to go yeah and then i'm the one who's not stylish because i'm wearing the one with the fanny i just i want to bring fanny back Oh man! Where, can can they live k- kumbaya? Like they sure can. Can they? They can. Okay. They can, but it's like, <laughs> what's the point? Why don't you just get a purse then? Oh. Oh, oh, can they just... evolve? I mean, you know, man, there's just different ways to wear things, Holly. That's true. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ripping. I'm not razzing on the way that you were wearing that fanny pack. Yeah, yeah. But what's the point? What's the point of a fanny pack if you're not going to wear it on your fanny? Yeah, the way that it just, because the straps are in the position that they are versus like a regular crossbody, I guess it just feels like, feels, yeah, kind of the same. Where I guess... Because I get neck burn. You could maybe wear a crossbody like a fanny pack. Why don't you try doing that? But then that I'd be to... trend setting. Oh my god. Well then I'd have to buy a whole other bag. True, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hear what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Here's my problem. Okay. And I don't here's I, I I'm with Holly on this, but for a different reason. I, I look, I, I like the purity of the of the fanny pack <laughs> being where nature intended it. I oh. like that the pure the pureness of that. Yeah. Okay. But, my prob- but my problem is I do not enjoy the crossbody like that because I don't like anything. I don't like tight stuff. I don't like things on me. I can't even put stuff in my pockets, in my pants pockets, because I don't like to feel restricted. Having that little pod sitting on my chest and then like that's why I can't even wear backpacks. Because just the sweat, it's laying there and you're hot and then you got the mark of the sweat shaped like the fanny pack on your chest because it's there like a growth. You know what I mean? It's sitting there, at least on your fanny or on your... This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. 
However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. No, in, in, in the front, yeah, you know, it's over your pants. So you're not really sweating. You know, you're not really, it's not aiding in the sweat. But if you have it as a crossbody and it's right there, oh. you're wearing a t-shirt. Oh, God, it gets hot. I just feel like it's wearing a seatbelt all the time. Yeah. You wear your seatbelt, keep yourself safe. I also resent mm. just having to carry anything anyways. Mm. Yeah. It's like it's becoming I, yeah. less and less. It's just your phone sometimes these days is all you need. That's true. But sometimes you need, you need chapstick. Oh. You, you need, you know, supplies. Yeah. You know, yep. <laughs> you need mm-hmm. you need all of those things. But extra I, granny panties, it, hair I mean, ties. It, yep, exactly. All the you, things that they threw up on top of the little hands. Oh, the farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sky glider. Oh, a sweaty bra. Yeah, yeah, you need extras. A sweet Martha's yeah. cookie. I just want to invite folks to try on the fanny pack as nature intended. Intended. Mm, and if you like a crossbody, then that's okay. Okay. But I've just noticed the overwhelming trend of nobody wearing their fanny packs. As yeah. fanny as packs intended. it should be on your fanny. And I just wanna I wanna free your neck. Yeah. From from the knots and the seatbelt burn. That is happening. I, it's just so nice to have your stuff like right there on your heart. You know, it's like right, it's like right there on, your, on, on one of your breasts. Just I've just, tr- I've nice tried, little girl, pillow for I've it. Tried. On one of your breasts. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, there. Okay. The I have just tried like, having a bag on my nipple. Yeah, Does is it, it stimulating? No, <laughs> <laughs> because if it was, was thinking, you maybe think there's something. <laughs> if it was stimulating, Alexis, I wouldn't be having the segment. <laughs> right, <laughs> I'd be like, right. Let's make more. Let's wear two. Yeah. <laughs> I have a crossbody bag, yeah. but the bag sits upon my waist. Right. I don't mind the strap. So, Holly, I'm a little different in that case. I don't mind the strap. Yeah. I just, I wouldn't like it if the bag was sitting on my chest like a growth. Mm. You know? <laughs> like a giant hairy mole. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sticking. Well, we got to well, with your hairy chest, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. do. Have what that too. gets trapped in there? But that's right, right when your shirt gets it's on it, it that's uh-huh. what happens. You're right. Because we got mm-hmm. an email from Dana who said that hey, Dana. they tried to be hip while vacationing in Portugal, wearing the fanny pack crossbody, and I got a neck rash oh, that they're no. still dealing with. Oh, see, oh no, neck rash, Holly, neck rash. But that's what I'm saying. Oh, You're trying to prevent she, people from yes, getting a neck rash. Yes. I wonder if she had it too tight or just a bunch of stuff in her fanny pack that just weighed it down. Oh. Or Oof. a fun combo of both. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? I hope their nipple was stimulated. Yeah. <laughs> right. Depends don't, on don't. which way the nipple's pointing, <laughs> you know? Well, there we go, everybody. Anyways. The more you know. Yeah. That changes over time. What does? Your nipple position. Oh. In your shirts. Uh, and where they, yeah. Which direction they're facing. We'll be right back. Oh, yippee! I get to talk about Rebath. Yes! Today they're breaking it down. They're so grateful for everyone who stopped by their booth at 
the Minnesota State Fair. It's always fun to see Julie and the team and just some of the cool things that they're doing. You know, functionality should never compromise beautiful design. And, of course, they get it. They're a one-stop bathroom shop. You sign up at Rebath.com to have a designer come to your home. They'll bring the showroom. Hundreds of options for you. Of course, they'll get to know your space, you, your budget, and then come up with a beautiful custom design. That part's free. They just want to show you what they can do. Of course, if you go with them and all the supplies come in, they'll get it done in five days or less. I'm talking a complete bathroom regut. They're completely taking things out and adding new. They're not covering anything up. You do not need to worry about that. You can also stop into their showroom. It's in Apple Valley on Galaxy Avenue. There you'll also see a replica of my bathroom and the choices that we made. Just go to rebath.com. Mention me or my talk for $1,500 off a complete bathroom remodel. Out of context. How many of you talk dirty in bed? That was Oprah. Did she really say that? Out of context. Go ahead and answer that if you want. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. (laughs) She definitely does. We'll be back to playing games tomorrow, but we just have so many stories to get to that are topical, including uh, Alexis is going to tell you what the hell is happening at Burning Man. I got to know about this. We got to know about this. Um, but I'll start yeah. while Alexis finds a story. I'll yeah, start. Yeah. I, pl- I played that Oprah clip for a reason because another thing making that made news, you might have missed it because you were out on the pontoon uh, over the Labor Day weekend and wasn't really paying attention to pop culture news. I played that Oprah clip for a reason because people are mad at Oprah and they're mad at The Rock. Uh-oh. Um, because Oprah and The Rock have teamed up to try to raise money for the people of Maui. Yeah. Uh, now, I saw their video. It's yes. very nice together. Well, people don't like it. Oh, no. Um, people do not like it. They think that... Uh, now, what they're doing is... Let me, let, me, let me be clear. Actually, let me just play a little bit of the video, and then we'll talk about it uh, on the other side here. So here's Oprah and The Rock. Maui, that we were texting back and forth... And I read this article that Dolly Parton had given money in her community. And I said, I think this is the answer. You said, I think that's the answer. I said, I love it. And so we have created the People's Fund of Maui that will put money directly in the hands of the people who need it right now. So if you send a donation, just click where you see below and send a donation. That money is going to go to one of many residents who have been displaced in Maui. We guarantee. That's right. I know a lot of people out there, as Oprah and I have been finding, are just uh, having a hard time trusting where the money goes, what organizations that I send money to, how can I help. Uh, In this case, the fund that we created with a lot of hard work from a lot of hardworking people who all care about these people of of Maui, uh, as Oprah was saying, it is a clean, direct, from you, directly to their hands, and right away with some real immediacy, because as we're finding, as you guys around the world know, with disasters like this, the number one need is money. Money in hand. So there's a little bit of The Rock and Oprah. People are upset, and this is a multi-tiered conversation, but the bottom line is people are mad calling out Oprah and The Rock for starting this fund and asking us for money when they're multi-bazillionaires. So that's, and again, 
there's many layers to this onion, but that's the the general 90% of the anger has that theme to it. Now, there's also the the theme of some on the island, not all, but some folks on Maui are mad at how much land Oprah owns. Mm. That's a that's that's separate but yet part of this anger against Oprah too. Now I mm. I don't mind calling out Oprah. I know I'm a fan. So when I defend her, I always feel like people are are thinking, oh, of course you're defending her. I don't mind looking at her critically. I have no problem calling her out. Yeah. I I just, I, I this is one of those cases where I don't know if she can win. Mm-hmm. I don't know if The Rock can win. Here's what I mean. Exactly. This, you know, she mentioned Dolly right off the top. Nobody looks at Dolly's motives, and Dolly is just as rich, if just as rich as Oprah. Yeah. And The Rock. Um, also, celebrities asking us for money is nothing new or exclusive to Oprah and The Rock. The Jerry Lewis Telethon, Farm Aid, Live Aid, um, the the charity for Katrina. I I I, I so I don't know why. Well, look, now we're in the age of social media, so people's angers are now amplified. So I know why we're hearing this now and we didn't during the, you know. And also they're like, oh, well, how much money is she giving? I don't know. Well, they each gave $5 million. They started okay. that campaign with $10 million. And they're saying, look, if you can help, this would be great. Let's collectively contribute and it will just be even bigger for them. So, I mean, that's $5 million. That's nothing to... You know, bought well, that. Yeah, and if but you're, people are though. They're saying that's nothing to them. They should donate more. But I have a problem with that. Yeah. The, the shooting yeah. all over that. Oprah and The Rock are two of the biggest celebrities on planet Earth. And if you're looking to leverage that celebrity for something positive, then please do. This please is, yeah. please raise awareness for this. They have made personal contributions and you know, flex your celebrity when you for something like this, when when things are troubled, then what a what a amazing thing to do. It's like, yes, people will listen to me. I can get the word out. We're going to make this fun. We're going to have it legitimate, because, and, you know, and we'll tell you where the money is going to go. Yep. Now, neither of them have addressed the controversy, but Oprah did go on and thank the 10,000 people who personally donated. So yeah, I, it does get people to to get out there and to donate. And also, it, it's a trusted source, too. I just don't, because then let's look at the other side. What if she did nothing? Mm-hmm. What if The Rock, who's so connected to Hawaii, and Oprah, who does own a lot of land? And I got to yeah, tell you, that does. land conversation is a separate, to me, that's separate. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. We can have a nuanced, dispassionate convert and a debate about that. Yeah. Should she give some of that land back to the people so there can be more affordable housing? Girl, please. That's I'm willing to have that conversation. But let's just take the charity component. Let's say she sat on her hands and did nothing. She didn't use, as Holly said, her, the, the goofiness of celebrity for good. Then people would bitch about that. This, that's what I have a problem with. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. She's trying to do good. She mm-hmm. really is. Yeah. But we, but we are so, you know, this, there's such a, the culture now is so against Hollywood and the Hollywood, I saw the words Hollywood elite. 
we are we we are in an era where we look uh, we are looking at everybody's motives. We don't trust institutions. We are in an era where we don't trust people. Mm-hmm. We are uh, you know we don't look at celebrity the same way. We are mistrusting. That makes me sad. I don't question her motives. I do not question. I'm sorry, I am, but I'm not going to apologize. I think she's trying to do good. And if yeah. she did nothing, Twitter would have a problem oh, with it, too. Absolutely. You know? And the organization or any of the people benefiting from this, where else would they get millions of views and <laughs> shares and likes and, you know, all of the things that happen, the awareness of what was what's happening I th- what is the death rate up to? It's like 115. It's something like that. Oh, it's going to be in, it's going to be gonna over be, a thousand oh, when, yes. when the missing is all accounted for. Yes. I I just I think people have a very short memory. This is also because I do have a thick base of knowledge when it comes to Oprah. I think people have a very uh short memory. The reason I don't question her motives and the reason but whether it's Oprah or not, let me pause and say I have all I've said it a thousand times on the show. I don't care how much money you have. I have never liked other people telling other people how to spend their money. They are under, I don't care how much money you have. Nobody's under any obligation to do anything. Should they? For the betterment of, of, of man? Of course. But Oprah has done that consistently. Mm-hmm. Consistently throughout her career. We probably don't even, well, I know we don't know how much she has given. Yeah. I mean, she's she, during the run of the Oprah Winfrey show, every year she put Hundreds of men at Morehouse College through college. Yeah, she has donated millions to libraries across the world. She started the girls' school in Africa. So I'm telling you that that's why I take her at her word because her reputation in this arena is well documented. Yeah, she knows the area. But you don't think of. But it's really easy to go on Twitter and press enter and yeah. not not think of this as a, in a nuanced. Uh, critical thinking kind of way. Oh, critical thinking and Twitter. What? Yeah. What? It just, I, I don't know. So yeah. I, I applaud them because yeah, I just like what you said, uh, even if they had bad motives, it's still motivating. It's using the dumbness of celebrity, the silliness of celebrity to dumb mm-hmm. for good. Why are we complaining about that? And they're donating $10 million collectively is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Are they going to give more? I'm sure they will. Yeah. I would bet my bottom dollar they're going to end up giving more. Yeah, that doesn't count what they've already done. Yeah. Um, remember, they both went and started buying supplies right away. And Yes, which some people have a problem with that because they're, uh, I don't know. We, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, you're uh, right. They can't win. They cannot win. So just do what, I, I'm sure that's why we're not going to hear from them. I don't think, I think Oprah does the whole never explain, never complain. Yeah. I don't know if she's going to confront this. She's so. She flies 37,000 feet above it. So Can't be bothered. That's the nope. way to be. Yes. Uh, we're going to take a break when we come back. Our good friend. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on My Talk Everything Entertainment. Everything walking barefoot through the sand. Jace with Lex and Holly. That sounds so nice. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little bit later, I got to hear about Running Man. Right at the top oh, of the hour. Oh, yeah. They were... I, the I got to hear about <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, they were definitely running through lots of muck. Yeah. And stranded. Oh, God. <laughs> and the conspiracy theories about that, too. I'm like, oh, people. Oh, right. Y'all have a lot of time on your hands worrying about nonsense. Anyway, we're so glad you're here. 
Sit back, relax. Let us entertain you for a little while. Uh, it is time to talk to our good friend, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for Liz. Hello, Liz. I think we need to talk. She's a sweetie. Well, I'm going to have a word with Liz here. It's time for Tuesday with Liz. Every Tuesday morning, like clockwork. Hello, Liz. Hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. Who joins us on the phone? Hi, Liz. Hi. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, Liz, how are you? Oh, I'm doing very well. <laughs> oh, good, good, sound good. Great. You sound wonderful, Liz. Well, thank you. <laughs> sound all peppy and ready for fall. You ready for fall, Liz? Yes, I love the fall. I love the leaves and, and the temperature in particular. <laughs> would you Would you say it's your favorite? Uh, would you say it's your favorite season, Liz? Yes, I do. It is my favorite season. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just it's it's so beautiful. It's so. I know. Mm. It's just uh, uh, the leaves, the colors, and the temperature. Uh-huh. It's like um, Goldilocks. And even as a teacher, you felt the same way too. <laughs> Came back. Time to get the classroom ready. Get all the school supplies. Oh God! Especially nowadays when you can't even get them, you have to buy them yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause oh for- right. Yeah, for people for people that don't know, Liz was an educator for how long were you a teacher, Liz? Well, I only have a couple or two, three years until I got sick, but I enjoyed every minute of it. So. Yeah, did you? Uh, was there? Uh, I, because I, you know, we're all Holly, Alexa, Alexis, and I. We all we all love teachers, and and we are the products of great teachers. What was that? You know, I, again, you were only there for you know two or three years, but. Did you, were you always excited for that first day of school? You know, kids have one perspective. They're either excited or they're, uh, they're scared or, but we're, how, how did you feel um, as the kids came back? The first day of school, I was scared too. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, I bet. Because I, I always wondered what kind of kids I was going to get this year. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Because sometimes, you know, uh, you would get kids that were very noisy and they didn't really want to pay attention, you know, and they would talk back. Every teacher had a couple like that. <laughs> could could you size them up pretty quickly, Liz? Were your instincts and your your call on them, uh, were you pretty good at going, oh, okay, that one's going to be trouble, that one's <laughs> going to be trouble? Were you pretty good at recognizing that quickly? Well, the first day, you know, you saw them operate. You could pr- pretty well get the picture. <laughs> yeah, right off the bat. Luckily, kids right. are, they show you who they are the first time. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> they do. You don't have to stop them figuring it out. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. Oh, well, what, but they were fun. Because <laughs> so. what year, Liz, what years would this be? Uh, put us in the dateline. Where, where, what years were you a teacher? Okay, let's see. About 1964, 5, and 6. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. 
And the country was really what an electric time in the yeah. country. What a, what yeah. a, what a unique time in our history. Yeah, it was kind yeah. of fun back then. <laughs> but there were some strange things going on too. I can remember uh, one of the things that really got to me is that I had to teach a lot of kids how to read because they were coming from some parts of the country that had that a crazy system going where the kids didn't have to learn how to read until they felt like they were ready. Well, most kids aren't ready to read because that's hard work to learn how to read. Yeah. So, so we had to set them down and really teach them to read, <laughs> you know. They couldn't, you know, and it wasn't a permissive thing. You had to sit them down and actually teach them, you know. Because yeah. they are going to do something unless they have to actually say, oh, you have got to learn to do this, you know. Yeah, really? True. Yeah, they, that system was out in, in California and a few other places on the West Coast. And I, I they figured it out themselves that you can't. You know, I have a system where kids, when they feel like they're ready. Oh. <laughs> you can't leave yeah. it up to the kids. They yeah. have all day lunch hour. Yeah. Well, Recess. Exactly. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't. Lex, Holly, did you guys? I didn't know that programming, no. that programs like that existed, Liz, even on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I found out because I had to teach them. <laughs> so. Yeah. So they were. You would get kids Six that were curriculum. probably way behind for for their yeah. age. Am I hearing yeah. you right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were. So we had to wow. start from scratch with a few of them. So it was too bad, but that's the way it was. And catch them <laughs> you know, up quickly. My dad yeah. also tells stories about that. He was a lieutenant colonel in the Marine Corps, and he yeah. said that half of his job was teaching some of the, well, some were drafted, some were enlisted, some of the soldiers to read. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. a good percentage really? of them did not know how to read. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. you know, there were certain parts of the country where they didn't really have good uh, reading. I know in Appalachia, they had a hard time uh, yeah. getting kids uh, to, they didn't have the same kind of school system that the rest of the country had. And so it, it was difficult for kids to get to a school sometimes. Yeah. And so, but uh, well, if your parents a, don't read, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, it wasn't my. everybody, but you know, it was Appalachia. It was a lot of hill country, and a lot of these farms and places were in very difficult places to get to. And yeah. I remember there was a time when they were sending teachers on horseback into those areas, you know, to teach the kids. So things oh. are very different than. <laughs> now than they were back then <laughs> absolutely well liz wow. have a have a great week and we'll talk to you next tuesday okay and i'm glad you're back from the fair I oh, you we are. <laughs> oh we are too liz we are too back bye, to normal sweetheart. we love you liz bye 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 sweetie wow. i learned i learned something and again i'll I talk about it coming up the next hour little school fun facts as kids get ready to go back in in the UK, the girls told me this. The the Brits told me this. Parents get fined if you pull your kids out of school outside of school breaks. Did you guys know that? Oh, just just like for a outside vacation of school or... vacation. If you pull your if you pull your kids out of oh. school 
for an unscheduled vacation, you as the parent gets fined. Mm. Oh, wow. But they but also some, organize their school years very differently. Very differently. Mm. Yes, they do. But I was like, wow, because Joe and Beth were saying that sometimes parents, it is cheaper for them to pay the fine and go on vacation at different times because the vacation itself is cheaper. Yeah. So when they when they compare and contrast, they're like, well, I'd rather just pay the fine and have a cheaper vacation uh, than go on vacation when the UK tells you to go because right. those are usually the most expensive times. So, yeah, I was like, wow, I, I didn't know that. That would not go over very well here in the United States. <laughs> no, it would not. Uh, when we come back, speaking of the Brits, what was it like taking them around the Minnesota State Fair? Plus, what's it like at Burning Man? Alexis will tell you. The third hour starts right after this.